Hi, babes. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the What Like It's Hard Babe podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine. I am an aspiring attorney, and in this podcast, I will give you the breakdown of influential lawsuits. Today's lawsuit involves a woman named Glafira Rosales and the notable Nodler Art Gallery. In this lawsuit, she was sued multiple times for money laundering, and the estimated total was about $81 million. Keep listening to find out how she did this and all the ins and outs of this case. In order to understand this specific lawsuit, you have to understand what the Nodler Art Gallery was. The Nodler Art Gallery was an art gallery in New York City. It was founded in 1846 and it closed in 2011 amid the lawsuits for fraud, which is the lawsuit we're talking about today. The Nodler Art Gallery had a longevity, it was notable, it never was questioned for fraud at all in the past until Glafira Rosales came into the picture. The Nodler Art Gallery, like I said, had a longevity. It survived the Civil War. It survived World War One and World War Two. It sold painting to people such as J.P. Morgan, um, the Met, and the Lemire. So it was very credible. It wasn't until a woman named Anne Friedman came into the picture that things started looking kind of suspicious. Anne Friedman was the director of the Nodler Art Gallery. She ended up resigning from her title in 2009, and that was after 31 years of working for the Nodler Art Gallery. And again, it was in the midst of the large-scale art fraud scandal. Anne Friedman was very credible as well. She was the famous face of the Nodler, so a lot of people respected her and, you know, never doubted her word of the authenticity of a piece of artwork she was selling. In 1995, an acquaintance of Friedman introduced Glafira Rosales to Anne Friedman, and that was how this whole scandal began. Glafira Rosales was from Long Island, New York. She wasn't very known in the art world. However, she claimed to have famous pieces, you know, from huge, huge artists such as Pollock, Motherwell, Rothko, etc. She began a relationship with Anne Friedman in selling her artwork to her gallery. So from around 1995 to 2011, the gallery sold almost 40 fake paintings. Like I said, the paintings mimicked Motherwell, Pollock, Rothko, and many more. So all those paintings were supplied from Glafira Rosales. Let's see how Glafira Rosales got those paintings. So she got those paintings from an art forger. His name was Peixing Kwan. He actually was trained in the same facility as those famous artists. Like I said, Rothko, Pollock, Motherwell. So he knew their technique. He was from China. He was a big name in China. But when he moved to the States, 
He took the training in New York, in Manhattan to be specific, and he tried to make it big in New York. It just didn't happen. So he ended up just mimicking those famous paintings. And since he knew the technique, he was able to forge those paintings very well. It was reported that he painted the forgeries in a garage in Queens, New York, in order to make them look older and more credible. He used dirt from a vacuum cleaner or tea to make the appearance of the painting looked look older and aged, although it was brand new. So when Ann Friedman and Glafira Rosales were in the process of making these deals of Glafira selling paintings to Anne, you know, of course, Ann Friedman asked questions about the authenticity, the prominence, which is the history of the ownership of this specific piece of art. And Glafira made quote-unquote excuses, stories of why the provenance wasn't there. You know, Anne Friedman stuck to her word that she had no idea that these paintings were fake. There is a catalog called Catalog Resumes, which states the art's authenticity. It's kind of like the encyclopedia of art. If the art wasn't credited in that catalog, it wasn't real. So, all the paintings that Glafira sold to Anne weren't in there, obviously. And it just it just was shocking to pretty much everybody of how Anne Friedman did not know these were fake. All of the fraud charges against all the paintings that were fake, you know, like I said, they sold for millions of dollars. So obviously people were upset they had a fake painting and got their money back um, and settled their charges out of court. However, one couple, the Italian businessman, Domenico del Sol, and his wife, Eleanor del Sol, and it was over a fake Rothko that was bought for $8.3 million. It was settled in 2016, but he sold not only the Nodler Art Gallery, he sued Anne Freeman herself, and also Michael Hammer as the chairman. Del Sol mentioned he went to court and wanted to fight in court because he wanted this story to be known on top of getting his money back from the fake painting. In 2012, the FBI was investigating at least 24 paintings that were supplied to the Nodler Gallery by Rosales. And Rosales obviously initially claimed she never frauded anyone but in 2013 the next year she did plea guilty to selling over 60 fake works of art to two new york galleries conspiracy to commit money laundering money laundering and tax evasion and wire fraud she did serve three months in jail and in 2017 rosales was ordered to pay 81 million dollars to the victims of the nodler art fraud scheme but she did receive leniency in sentencing due to her cooperation with the government. Also, the art forger who painted the actual fake works of art, Pei Xing Quan, was indicted, but he did avoid prosecution because he fled to China. This, how I even got into this story was watching the Netflix film, Made You Look, a true story about fake art. 
and it just opened my eyes into all the lies and people who will commit fraud just for money. And like I said, Glafira Rosales was indicted with several charges. So I want to break down those charges right now. So according to the actual indictment paperwork, the United States of America versus Glafira Rosales, count one was conspiracy to commit wire fraud. And it's stating that from in or about 1986 until 2009, Glafira Rosales was a permanent resident of the United States. She previously immigrated from Mexico. She is a dual citizen of Mexico and the United States, and she resides in Sands Point, New York. So she's been a taxpayer since in or about 1986. This indictment indicates the bank accounts in Spain. So about 1999, there was an account held at a bank in Spain, and it was under Glafira Rosales' name. That banking account was never reported, and in 2006, the defendant, Glorifa Rosales, opened and caused to be opened another account in Caja Madrid in Lugo, Spain. The account was assigned a specific account number, and during the year 2006 to 2011, it, that bank account had a value of more than $10,000. So there's various bank statements providing evidence to that account. And then the wire fraud and money laundering conspiracy is also in this indictment. Fake works of art. You know, the Nodler Gallery paid over $20 million. And there was another gallery that paid over $12.5 million for fake works of art. From 1994 to 2009, Glafira kept 100% of the proceeds, and that was another form of evidence that it was fraud. Normally, as a broker, you keep a percentage, not 100%. You would keep a percentage of what you sold the work of art for. She also did not claim any taxes, which is tax fraud. So the Counts five through seven was subscribing to false U.S. individual income tax returns. So the grand jury further charges the allegations set forth in paragraphs one through 32, which were the previous counts, are repeated and realleged as if they were set forth fully. Counts eight and nine willful failure to file reports of foreign bank and financial accounts, like I said, which was the bank accounts in Spain. So that was just an overview of the indictment. I will definitely post a link to this indictment on my blog, which is in the bio of my Instagram at what like it's hard, babe. Thank you so much for listening to this case. I will have another influential case next week. Have a good day, babes. Talk to you soon.